Welcome to the first annual Back Rofi Awards here on Back Row Radio, celebrating our favorite Christian music of 2019. I'm your host, Matt Coker, and of course, with me as always, my co-host and ministry partner, Megan Mo Oaks. Well, good morning, everyone. Hope you're doing great. <laughs> we got a lot of great music lined up for you today and tomorrow as we announce the winners you chose for the top songs of 2019. We'll also take a look back at the year as we prepare for 2020 to kick off. I'm excited. Mo, are you excited? Oh, Matt, I'm just beside myself with excitement. I can't even tell. <laughs> All right. We've got 13 awards to announce. We'll do nine today and the final four tomorrow. Let's knock a couple out right off the bat. And let's start hot here with the rock song of the year. We polled our listeners and you all voted. And the nominees are Voices by Switchfoot. I used to listen to the radio, but I've got an army of voices in my head. Voices in my head. Paranoia by 10th Avenue North. Always paranoia. This is not the end by Manifest. The end. It's a place where we begin. And Warrior featuring John Cooper by Ledger. Never give up, never back down. I will die before I bow. And the back row fee for Rock Song of the Year goes to... Warrior by Ledger. That was the song you chose as Rock Song of the Year. And let's follow that right up with the Indie Rock Song of the Year. This was a hot one. We polled our listeners and you all voted. And the nominees are... Underworld by Cypress and Company. Powerless by The Midnight Wedding. I have We are the stars by Gandhi's gun. And Mindless Automatons by Faith Head. And the back row fee for Indie Rock Song of the Year goes to... Powerless by The Midnight Wedding. And with 2019 coming to a close, we wanted to examine some of the year during our awards special. First, we wanted to discuss the top grossing movies of 2019. Coming in at number 10, 
was uh, Jordan Peele. That's the name. Jordan Peele's uh, follow-up movie from his original, which was that really good one that I don't remember the title of. This is Us. No, not the, not the TV show. Not the this television movie show. that we're talking about. Is the movie called Us, Us. which I didn't see, but I want to see. Because this first one was so good. I'm mad that I... Get out. Get out. That was the first one. Did you see that? No. I don't like kind of scary movies, but that one was good. So Us is a follow-up to Get Out? It's not like this. I mean, it's like his follow-up. Private, private. So they don't. It's not they, connected. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Because we never saw that Get Out, but we saw Us. Did you like it? I didn't. Hated see it. it. You hated it. Hated it. It's a bummer. Hated it. Okay. And but we're in the minority. Like everybody oh, okay. a lot who of people did love uh-huh. it. Uh huh. Okay. Everybody who we talked to is like, "That's the best movie ever." Oh, well, it's so stupid. To me. I don't believe that when anybody says it. <laughs> it's it's really really dumb. But I think Get Out was really good. I like really really. I'm gonna have to it. watch so Get Out. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Okay. Uh, number nine of the top grossing movies of this year, It Chapter Two. Haven't stayed seen away that one. from it. Yeah. I'm no, thank you. Kind of scared. Uninterested. Yeah. Number eight, <laughs> Joker. Oh, see, I still haven't seen this. You haven't one seen either. it? Oh, I saw it. Yeah. It's exactly what everybody said. Yeah. It's a great movie, but you are not going to want to watch it a second time for a long time. Yeah. Because it's intense. Yeah. It's intense. But Joaquin Phoenix did phenomenally. Yeah. Like, I wish this was the Joker of the main DCU timeline movies. Really? Yeah. Really good. Hmm. Really good stuff. All right. Number seven, the uh, live action remake of Aladdin. Saw that one. What did you think of it? I, I know love, we talked about it. I loved it. Yeah. I, I loved, loved it, too. it. I loved it, it, too. I liked the new songs for Jasmine. Okay. That was my only thing that I didn't like about it. Oh, it made the movie more focused on her instead of Aladdin, right? Is that what it was? That you said? I just wanted it to be more true to the original mm. story. And it, it really wasn't. It and they threw added in, like that female empowerment yeah, aspect yeah. to it, which... It's happening these days. Yeah. I uh, loved it for, you know, everybody was talking about how Will Smith wasn't going to be able to compare to Robin Williams, which, duh, we all know that already. Yeah. He but, wasn't a Robin Williams, but he was a Will Smith. And, and it he was, was amazing. Yeah. He yeah. did a fantastic job. Yep. My favorite scene. Actually, my, my least favorite and my most favorite scene are the same scene. Really? And it's when they're standing there, uh, when he's first shown up as Prince Ali and he's mumbling all of his words and failing to to address, you know, the princess correctly uh-huh. in there and keeps stepping on himself. And I hate that because it's so cringy and it's okay. painful. Yeah. But I love, like, the genie's side commentary of, I've spent 10,000 years in that lamp, but I, I'd rather be there yeah. right now than here. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, gosh, this is so funny. Yeah. It did a really good job. It was good. It was really good. <laughs> All right, number six, speaking of female empowerment, Frozen 2. Okay, so before we go any further, we really need to say, which really we probably should have said from the get-go, but specifically with this one, if you haven't watched it, stop listening. Like, turn us off for just a couple minutes because we don't want to spoil anything. Okay. Because we've done that before. That's true. (laughs) This is a relatively new one, which makes it even more impressive that it's on the list at all of the top grossing movies of 2019 because it literally just came out a few weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I loved Frozen 2. I have not actually seen it. Oh, my gosh. But I have seen the big song. The uh, 
Which one? The, the, There's the, the, a the, few. The, yeah, but I mean, I feel like this is the new Let It Go for this movie. This was oh. the Into the Unknown. Into the Unknown. Gosh, that song was good. I have watched that Into video on YouTube. Yeah. Don't don't try it. It's not going to be as good for you. Into the Unknown. <laughs> and Song Ruined. I'll never listen to it again. <laughs> You're so rude. <laughs> no, it was so good. Yeah, Although. I love it. I watched it a hundred times. My favorite thing about this movie. I have had a hard time with Disney movies since becoming adult, becoming an adult, because it gives you an unrealistic idea of marriage and relationship mm-hmm. and what love is and this and that, blah, 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 blah. Frozen 2, Kristoff is the man that every man should strive to be. Mm. And it's not because he's like overly romantic or Prince Charming or anything like that. For the majority of the movie, Elsa, Anna, is giving Kristoff the cold shoulder because she's so consumed with her sister and making sure her sister's okay and everything's fine. And Kristoff is okay. He's not, like, overly dramatic about it. He's trying to look for a moment to steal with just the two of them. But at one point, Anna is, like, it looks like the world's going to end. She doesn't know what to do. She's alone by herself. And out of nowhere comes Kristoff and he picks her up and swoops her away and instead of saying I'm going to fix this for you I'm going to take care of this he simply says what do you need me to do and she tells him take me to the bridge and that's all that he does (laughs) so for an entire movie where he's been getting the cold shoulder been putting like pushed off to the back burner he still comes alongside her and simply says how can I help you? Yeah. What do you need me to do? I like that. I like it's that. amazing. That's that, great. on top of the fact that he has like an 80s throwback music sesh in the middle of the movie <laughs> that like totally makes you feel like you're watching Kenny G or something. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. I look forward to it. I'm, I'm excited to see it. I just don't think we'll get to see it in theaters before it's gone. Yeah. So I gotta so wait. But we got Disney Plus. So, you know. It's going to show up there before anywhere now, I believe. All right. Number five on the list of top grossing movies of 2019, Spider-Man Far From Home. Loved it. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was a great, like, epilogue to the Endgame uh, series, saga, whatever. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. It was really good. Yeah. One of my more favorite superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number four... Also speaking of female empowerment, <laughs> Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. <laughs> Which set itself up for failure by making you think you had to see that movie to understand Endgame. Like, that's how it was advertised. It's like, you saw Infinity War, all these people disappeared, and these two movies are happening, and you've got to see both of them, or you're not going to understand what happens in Endgame. That was heavily implied by everything. Well, like, I just no, think that you wouldn't have. It. Yeah, you just wouldn't have known who she was, really. Right. It, she would have. You didn't really need to, because they didn't even do any. I mean, she wasn't a main character in Endgame, either. She was barely in that movie. You know, she was in there yeah. for the twenty minutes of the beginning and the twenty minutes of the end, and that's how you saw her. She wasn't integral to the story, other than popping that ship off at the end. Sure. <laughs> But I do feel like that there would have been a lot of people that were like, who is this random person? Yeah, yeah. but I just, yeah. I think uh, th- that was 
That was the second biggest complaint, though, I heard about the movie, is that I didn't really need to see that in theaters to get Endgame. I could have waited. People will complain <laughs> about everything. But the main thing I got heard complaints about was the overemphasis on female empowerment, which I honestly don't get. Like, why is it a bad thing that they have a strong female character? It's okay. How's it really hurting you? It's not. And the same thing happened with the in-game thing where they had that one scene where she has the glove and all the women superheroes come around her. And I was waiting until we talked about in-game like, to, like, talk, to yeah, bring okay. that up. We'll bring it up. We'll bring it up later. We've got three <laughs> more. Number three on the list of top grossing movies 2019, Toy Story 4. I didn't think they could do it. I know. I didn't think they could I pull agree. off. I thought it was a cash grab from day one. Yep. Everything about it was great. It was awesome. It was awesome. And I wouldn't doubt if there's like a, I don't know that it'll be Toy Story, but like a follow-up where it just follows Woody and Bo in their their new adventure. I wouldn't hate it. Yeah. At this point, I'm open for it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, I loved Forky Mm -hmm. and all the real life adult uh, comparisons that all the stuff that he felt really made. Yeah. Especially from like a recovery aspect. No, you're not trash. Yeah. <laughs> kind of it's thing. the entire movie you was something just new. <laughs> Your creator has made trash into something new. <laughs> Loved it. There you go. Loved it. Yep. All right, uh number 2, The Lion King. Remake mm-hmm. of that. I haven't seen it. Have you seen the new Lion yes. King? Is it good? Loved it. Yeah. So what I and everybody is like, well it's not the original Lion King. My eyes roll so far in the back of my head when people say things like that. No, duh. If you want to watch the original, watch, watch the, original. the original. It came back to theaters three times. This is a live action <laughs> remake of the original. Well, <laughs> an animated live action well, remake of the animated original. I don't know what you're talking about. It was live action. These are real they lions. For, they had they for trained real them lions. To talk. You haven't seen the movie yet. I have. (laughs) Um, I loved it. And I loved that it stayed very true to the original. It did stay, right. I I heard that this one was almost exactly like the original movie, story for story, song for song, except for Scar's Scar's big anthem, which people, that's what I heard was people were upset about. Yeah. Like, that was the big evil anthem you needed it he barely yeah. did anything it was like 10 seconds of him kind of singing and it was over so i wonder if it would have just been too dark because possibly yeah. with even because i went back and i watched that first movie and even that that, that one that was should, dark I, that should have scared me when i was a kid yeah yeah but i think the only reason that softened it was the fact that it's cartoon yeah and you the know? way he sang it too the way right. that guy did the voice. Prepare for sensational news. You right. Know, it was kind of over the top and I will never goofy. listen to that song again. <laughs> it totally ruined it. Ugh. Hurts, doesn't it, Matt? Um, hurts, don't it? Hurts, don't it? <laughs> but I do think that if they were to have done that exactly the way that it was in the original cartoon, it would have just been... Too much. Yeah, yeah. you might be right. I haven't seen it to judge correctly, but... I feel like you're a good judge of that kind of thing. All right. So, yeah, as we what were saying. What was that? A compliment, a compliment that just, just flew by. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, top grossing movie, of course, Avengers Endgame. Yes. How could it have been anything else? Yeah. And it was great. 
I loved it. It is so rare that some big saga gets a just uh, a fantastic finale. Yeah. But they pulled it off far and above. I mean, sure, time travel aspect was weird. You had to really rethink how you think time travel movies. Yeah. And there were a couple weird loose ends at the end. Like, how the heck did Steve Rogers get that red emberstone back into the butt of Natalie Portman? <laughs> how did he get the the soul stone? Did he meet Red Skull again? How right. did he react to that? Yeah. What's going on? But, yeah. Other than that kind of overarching stuff. The best part about it is none of that stuff really changed anybody's mind about yeah. how great that movie was. It was phenomenal. Uh, the only real big complaint, again, is what we were talking about, is that scene with all the female superheroes. And it drives me crazy. That was like my favorite thing because it wasn't overly feminized. It wasn't like we, the women, are saving the day. Right. We are doing this on our own. No, that's not it what was it more was like, at all. We're a valuable part of the team. Exactly. Kind of we're coming alongside you. Right. And we're going to help carry this torch. Honestly, I got goosebumps at that point. Oh, I cried. It wasn't for it wasn't for any weird political nonsense. It wasn't for feminism and anything like that. It was just this is really cool. Yeah. Those are all the superhero women all standing together like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's dope. I See, and here's it. the thing. This is something else that I really loved about it. Women, far more so than men, I can say this because I am one, have a tendency to compare and then go against each other. Hmm. It's very rare for women to work together as a team. It just is. We tend to think that we're better than the other one. We tend to think that we're more valuable than the other one. The entire time, even if we're being nice, we're comparing mentally in our head how we are better, (laughs) how we are more valuable. And you didn't see that with the women as they came together and each one was valuable, each one was useful, each one served her purpose. And without one of them, it wouldn't have had the impact. Hmm. And so I, as I'm watching, because, you know, my boys are older, but we've grown up, they've grown up watching the superhero movies that are very male-dominated. Yeah. And now my eight-year-old daughter gets to see this very big, very influential scene of all these women, and I'm looking over at her just bawling, like, this is what women can do. This is the value <laughs> of women. Not that there is no value in men. Right. That's not my statement at right. all. But there is value in women. Right. And I loved that scene. Not every celebration of women is an attack on men. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. Those were your top 10 grossing movies of 2019. I think that was a good list. That's a good list. Yeah. Minus number 10. It was a really good list. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, let's give out another back Rofi. This time for Remix of the Year. You voted. Here we go. And the nominees are Greatness of Our God, Doug Weir Remix by Newsboys United. Call on Your Name, BC Remix by L. Limebear. 
of the World, Tide Electric Remix by Natalie Grant. Love Me Like You, TYE Remix by The Young Escape. And the back row fee for Remix of the Year goes to... Greatness of Our God, Doug Weir Remix by Newsboys United. That was your Remix of the Year. We've got a lot more coming up and a lot more back row fees to give out, but we're going to take an extended music break to showcase a few of the nominees that, even though they didn't win, are still amazing songs that everybody should have in their personal playlist. Take a listen. We'll be back soon with more of the first annual Back Rofi Awards. First annual Back Row Fee Awards here on Back Row Radio, celebrating our favorite Christian music of 2019. I'm your host, Matt Coker, and of course, with me as always, my co-host and ministry partner, Megan Mo Oaks. Well, hello, guys. <laughs> We've already awarded Back Row Fees for Rock Song, Indie Rock Song, and Remix of the Year, and we are ready to give away more right now with Pop Slash CCM Song of the Year. And the nominees are... Perfectly Loved by Courtney Ramirez. Perfectly made, perfectly loved. You see something great that you are proud of. Lazarus by Sanctus Real. My testimony out of the dust. You raise me up like Lazarus. Dead Man Walking by Jeremy Camp. I was a dead man walking. Run by the ruins. So I run, run, run from the shadows haunting me. I'll run, run, run to the hope that's calling me. I never see what's up ahead, but I'll trust your promise. And the back row fee for Pop CCM Song of the Year goes to Dead Man Walking by Jeremy Camp. That was a song you chose as pop or CCM song of the year. And let's follow that right up with indie pop or CCM song of the year. Fantastic choices ahead. We polled our listeners and you all voted. And the nominees are No One Needs to Know by Sunship. When I hear you whisper, then no one needs to know. Oh, 
And I'll treat you right this time But I know you won't know Because all you do is lie It's getting old, old But I got God on my side And I know Where the Ocean Meets the Shore by Ink and Thread. And I feel my soul sing with these crashing waves. Cause this castle can't be my home anymore. So won't you meet me at that place where my head and heart collide? Find me where the ocean meets the shore. Queen of a Wasteland by Becca Bradley. I'm the queen of a wasteland. I'm the ruler of a city made of sand Of my kingdom with my own two hands Now here I stand The queen of a wasteland And Shake You by Coastal Club And you'll always the dog in my veins How do you know if I can shake you? And recover And the back row fee for Indie Pop or CCM Music of the Year goes to... Where the Ocean Meets the Shore by Ink and Thread. Well, 2019 is almost over. Mo, overall, in your estimation, has this been a good year or a bad year? We touched on this a little before Christmas, but I really want you to think back. From the beginning to now, if you had to judge, if there, if it was a scale, if it was is a it scale, above fifty or below fifty, where are we going? If it was a scale, and I'm not wearing a mask, 2019 was not a good mo year. No, it was not a good mo year. Why do you think so? Honestly, uh, I was not emotionally stable for most of 2019. <laughs> Taco Bell, just really let it slip. <laughs> Every week. There's been a lot of self-reflection that's happened in 2019. Yeah. So, so it's been like an internal rebuilding year yes. for you, you think? Yeah. Okay. You know, 20, 2019 made me strong. 2020 is going to make me happy. <laughs> throw back to a terrible Facebook post that Mo shared about last week. Golly. Um... Yeah, okay. What what was good about the year? Were there good things? Oh, there were a lot of really yeah. good things. Yeah. Um My kid is a national champion in oh, gymnastics. I yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. That's a big one. That was a big thing. That was a big one. Big I deal. led my first vacation Bible school of over three hundred students. <laughs> yeah. So that was a really cool thing. <laughs> I realize that fad diets don't work, so you know that's a plus. <laughs> what fad diet were you on? Optivia. I'm gonna call them out and throw Optivia? it up. Opti- Optivia. Optivia. Yeah. What is Optivia? Um. What's so it's slightly like? sort of like Adkins, where you have your um, like your meals delivered to you, and they're mm. all very they're portioned already, and they're very small. And there's no f- artificial flavorings in them, so they taste like garbage. Um, it's just, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not a fun, fun thing. 
Now a word from first... our, now a word from our new sponsor, Optavia. Optavia. <laughs> this was our first full year, um, Chris being out of the military. So that was a new oh, experience. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So what does he do? Just lounge around the house all day? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's why it wasn't a good year for me. <laughs> My home was invaded. And they never left. They're just occupying. <laughs> no, it's really cool. He does exactly the same thing that he did when he was active duty. But he just... Right, yeah, he still goes, doesn't have to have to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and doing exactly the same thing he did for the last five years. Right, six they got years. The, they got to sign him up as like a civilian contractor. He's a contractor. Or something. Yeah, yep. that's really neat. Yep, that's a good thing because he knows how to do that stuff and he's good at it. Yeah, so. he just doesn't have to ever take another PT test again. Man, that would keep me out of the military just to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> like, what you want me to do? What? I don't think so. Mm, not happening. <laughs> I don't care about my country that much. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a limit, okay? This is a so bad, I'm looking this is a bad forward, relationship. I'm looking forward, Matt, to this time next year because I'm really making it a focus to change my mindset in 2020. And okay. I mean, I feel like if I go back and I listen, especially since like September to now, we listen to some of our morning shows, you can tell in things that I say that I'm just – being a negative Nancy, and I don't like that about myself. I'd rather be a positive Patty. I mean, it's so. entertaining. It's entertaining, <laughs> sure, sure. So, can I root for you to be less happy next year? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding, kidding, whatever. Oh man, twenty twenty. It's the year Mo makes comeback. How about you, Matt? Uh, you know, if we were doing the scale thing, I'd say overall twenty nineteen was a good year. Yeah. It started crummy mm-hmm. with my father passing away, but we kind of knew that was going to be coming soon. So it's not like it was a, a surprise or a shock. Right. I mean, it was definitely sad and it's something that I that have, has crept back up this past month of me dealing with emotionally. Um, but it really spurred a lot in me as well. You know, his, his passing away kind of woke me up to a lot of things, it woke me up to my need for for a healthier lifestyle, which, mm-hmm. you know, I started trying to implement pretty much right after that and have kind of s- started to hit my stride with that lately. Yeah. Um, and it woke me up to kind of, you know, how quickly this could be over because you're never going to have long enough. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad was in his late 70s. That's average. Yeah. That's average death time. Yeah. You know, it felt really early to us because, you know, some people do live much longer. My grandfather lived till he was 97, I think. My grandmother, no, 95. My grandmother right now is 96, living with my mom. Yeah. And, you know, so it felt really quick. But that is average. That's the average time of death. It will be over quick. And I don't want to waste it being unhealthy. I don't want to waste it being miserable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I want to spend as much time with my kids as possible. Mm-hmm. And so that's those have been the big spurrings on of I got to get healthy because my dad died from uh, cirrhosis of the liver brought on by fatty liver disease. Mm-hmm. I have a fatty liver. And if I don't rein that in, lose weight and get healthier, I'm bound for the exact same fate. Right. Yeah, liver transplants are not a common thing. You can't get those very easily. And, uh, yeah, so 
it has spurred me to become as as hard as I can a better person. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and I'm really starting, I think, see the payoff of that uh, lately. Uh, with the keto thing, as well as uh, the bit of medicine I got put on, I'm... Uh, we're recording this a little earlier than when it's airing, but as of this morning, I'm like just a couple percentage point or, uh, points, points of a pound, a couple Ounces. fractions of a pound there you go, uh, from being under the 400 yeah. thing. And so hopefully by the time you're hearing this, I'm well under 400 already, which was the first big goal. Yeah. And that would mean I've lost over 40 pounds in less than two months. Yeah. And still got a long way to go, but I haven't been that weight under 400 in almost a decade. Yeah. And so it's it's woken me up to realize this is possible, number mm-hmm. one. And it's not a lost cause and it's not hopeless because I've thought that many years of my life. Yeah. And so ultimately this year has been good mentally for me. Good. Uh, my kids have been growing up and, and getting a little easier to handle as well. I've had a little, a lot less stress than I did last year, so that's been good as well. And uh, I'm really content with where I am, job-wise and ministry-wise, and and all this. And I know that's just an invitation for God to come and shake everything up, but <laughs> I like where He's put me. Yeah. Um. So, you know, if it comes down to really answering the question of Am I happy this year? Um, more than I'm unhappy, then absolutely. Yeah. Um, there are a few things I wish were better. You know, I wish I had more time with Deidre. I feel like we never get to see each other almost anymore. Mm-hmm. We have we have evenings, most evenings. Five, five evenings of the week, we have about an hour. We get to sit and just... But we're too tired, you know, to even talk most of that time. We're right. watching Frasier or something as we wind down for the day decompressing yeah more time with her would be great but uh that'll come as kids require less less and less uh constant supervision (laughs) so they don't kill themselves or burn the house down yeah uh but yeah it's good and it's going in a good direction and i firmly believe as you do 2020 will be even better Mm -hmm. so uh we're making that commitment now (laughs) 2020 god makes us happy (laughs) It's all on you, big guy. No. Uh, Not how it works. <laughs> I mean, that Facebook post is so terrible, because what if your year is awful? Uh-huh. Then God's a failure, if that's what you're thinking. Anyway, sorry. Go back mm-hmm. and listen to last week's shows to hear what that's about. Yeah. Uh, and with that, let's give out another back Rofi. This time, for Dance Song of the Year. You voted. Here we go. And the nominees are Drive by Apollo LTD. The only life is the one you Trust in You by Jack Say Free. I See Love by LZ7. Oh, 
Eyes on Me by Alan Scott. And the back row fee for Dance Song of the Year goes to... Trust in You by Jack Say Free. That was your Dance Song of the Year. We've got a lot more coming up and a few more back row fees to give out this morning, but we're going to take an extended music break to showcase a few of the nominees that, even though they didn't win, are still amazing songs that everybody should have in their playlist. Take a listen. We'll be back soon with more of the first annual Back Rofi Awards. to the first annual Backrofi Awards here on Backrow Radio, celebrating our favorite Christian music of 2019. I'm your host, Matt Coker, and of course, with me as always, my co-host and ministry partner, Megan Mo Oaks. Hey, 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 all our faithful <laughs> listeners. We have covered rock and indie rock, pop and indie pop, dance and remix song of the year, and we are ready to give away more right now with Rap Song of the Year. Whoop, whoop. And the nominees are... Shalom and Salem featuring Benja by Dafu. Shalom, shalom, salam, Young boy, can I say where he's born at? No ceilings by Juan Day. Now my purpose is fulfilling on me. Yeah. Elevating ain't no limits on me. Yeah. God is present, you can feel it on me. Yeah. Yo, I feel like ain't no ceilings on me. The Search by NF. OCD trying to push my buttons. I said don't touch it. Now y'all done it. I can be critical, never typical. Intricate with every syllable, I'm a criminal. Intimate but never political, pretty visual. Even if you hate it, I'll make you feel like you're in it though. You call me what you Beast Mode featuring Zay Hill and Poetics by KJ52. That's Beast Mode. That's Beast Mode. What you think of all come back? What you think of all go last? Last night the crowd all stacked. Like 42 cats in a duffel backpack. No time just to hunt all back, but I sound. 22 by Bizzle. 22. It was all good just a week ago. Week ago. Not now. Not now. 22. Uh. Heard he got burnt by the leader though. Not now. Not now. 22. Uh. Oh, buddy with the cutty in the big side hustle by Peabody. Side hustlers hustling. It ain't about the money and some it's puzzling. When they don't understand, you don't sweat it. Just get up and get it. Get, get up and get it on the side. Part two by Canon. Let me take it to the fire. Turn a walk with a word with a hill of my problems. Really wanna follow my father. Many take pain like a pain, kill it, kill my problem. He took it the hardest. You ain't never seen another king of the king get cut out. Cool in the summer with flaming and when it comes to running like dang, 
rain, now we have thunder. Calling everybody my brothers. Hard in the paint for the king, set apart with an honor. Talking this dagger and armor. And about the truth of the hammer to God, I'm this fire. This beef in the fire is Ghost featuring Beacon Light and Wes Ryder by Roy Tosh. Out the grave like a thriller. Man, it couldn't be realer. Lazarus, I'm out the cave. No surf, boredom on my way. And we never switch it. Ladies, toast up. And the back row fee for Rap Song of the Year goes to... The Search by NF. That was the song you chose for Rap Song of the Year, and let's follow that right up with the Indie Rap Song of the Year. You may have noticed our list choices for the rap song was long because there's a lot of fantastic songs we couldn't choose from, and the list for this is even longer. <laughs> we told our listeners, and you all voted. And the nominees are Win Some by Acronym. Sam featuring Ron Smith by Cut Right. See, we've been empowered to rescue the ones that the enemy seek to devour. Fighting the sick and invasion, someone returns to the ship to the look on the outer. Not accusing like Rona, though. Finger pointing at so and so. We already in a civil war. High Twitter fingers going blow for blow. She is a hemoglobin that defeats the omen of the creature Romans on a weak opponent. And you hate McCoy to win a take your boy. Get it first faded in a single moment. Don't change by Josiah Williams. All I know is, all I know is that my God don't change. Yeah, back that remains. Yeah, my God doesn't change. All I know is, all I know is that my God don't change. TMNT, These Men Need Truth, featuring Rico Infinity by Ike Hill. Yeah, your boy is an artist, so I had to draw the line. Yeah, I am about that green, but I ain't in the selling lies. Say I should be a pastor, but I don't need the ties. I'm just trying to be the master of the splinter in my eye. I ain't never had to compromise to get a light. That's a no, no plush of photos in your social ain't real life. Pain by Flood Society. His name, my skill, don't play with that. Boy, I come through arm like Lohan. 18 palm, napalm, no safety arm. Touch me, I break 18 arms in 18 ways. With 18 seconds, I still make 18 songs. It don't take me long. Don't wake me, man, it's been way too long. Anything that you play me on, kiss place to the day we gone. In the way beyond, like, alrighty, about to hit him with the almighty. Coming through his heaven ahead of any and all. But y'all find it, but it ain't doing no good. Y'all find it that we coming to level up everything on the heaven. On his mind by J. Air. Let him be God, I take the bricks off. I won't stop on my model with the promises. I won't drop them and climb my ear. I'm not just a hero, but I'm a doer to win Christ. All the things that I gain is like manure. And I'm not my own. They argue about who's the hardest to separate myself. Future Me by Russ Land. So when I talk to the future me, I, I was looking for the very things that I already had up in my possession. It didn't make no sense for me to spend so much of my time stressing. And the information that I needed, I already had. Why was I already mad? Because I was never replying that. So he hit me with the facts, though. I was cooking for the frame. Addition versus Submission featuring Illuminate by Dusty Marshall. Who we is? A holy God that from heaven fulfilled the law called the lost to repentance. Substitute sentence, scourge for our iniquities, penalty. Paid by a judge in the river. When you're repping for the faith gang, AJ, keep 
keep it moving with my sit say Frontline by Psalm. Open it up and I'm pouring it in. I'm talking the book and I'm talking the spirit. Broke all the bars that you forged with your sin. In the souls of all those who commit. Spiritual health, material wealth. Check one for the other, I'm searching myself. There's no going back on the deeper I delve. I know I'm not wasting a weight on the shelf. I'm proving my grit till he's putting me in. And keeping the pure for the wages of sin. It's straight to the top and it's straight for the wind. I love when you call, God call me again. Put me on that front line. Top by He Sun Lee. Every chance I get, I take it. They looking at me like that old day. Acting like they don't see my way. Focus though, gonna keep it moving. Showing the proof, don't play. They dropping out of this race, no gas. Everybody don't go this fast. I ain't slowing it down, no way. Got moves to make all fast. Yeah. And the back row fee for Indie Rap Song of the Year goes to Pain by Flood Society. Alright, with 2019 coming to a close, we find a lot of top lists online. Here we have the Billboard Year in Charts for Top Christian Albums Sold in 2019. So we've got this list 10 to 1. Some of them surprised me because it's 2019 and some of them are not from 2019. Number 10, Chain Breaker by Zach Williams. So this is his first album, right? That mm -hmm. was that, the big one, the one that he broke out with. Chain. It was really good. He came to the CR Summit the last time we all went. Mm -hmm. Did fantastic. Yeah, he was awesome. Real good stuff. Uh, number 9, The Elements by Toby Mac. Not my favorite album from Toby Mac. No? I mean, I liked the, the remix slash collaboration of it that came out this year. Mm -hmm. But the original album was kind of underwhelming for me. I don't know. Especially the title song. I just don't like the title song. Really? Yeah. Okay. I find I find well, the lyrics cheesy. Well, I find you cheesy. He says the phrase up in my grill in it. And this is supposed to be like a serious song. And I'm just like, this sounds 90s. This sounds really 90s. Well, why are you up in my room? <laughs> Number eight, Therapy Session by NF. Mm -hmm. That's four years yeah. old at this point? Yeah. And that was number eight. But I think it's because, well, it's because of the back row. We've made him a... <laughs> <laughs> we made NF. That's what we're saying right now. Not at all. No, I've just noticed more recently, especially with the teen, like the teen crowd, mm -hmm. high schoolers, he's becoming a someone who's very popular. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's he's really taken off. Yeah. Uh, pretty much since Let You Down came out yeah. on the charts, he's really taken off. And uh, have you heard the new song, Paid My Dues? Yeah, mm -hmm. I made you listen yeah. to it. That was the article that he's talking about in that song mm -hmm. is an article from somebody who was mad that his album released at the number one spot above Chance the Rapper's new album that everybody thought was going to take the number one spot. Like wow. he beat out Chance the Rapper and there were a lot of people upset about it because Chance the Rapper is kind of seen like the number one rapper right now. Yeah. And NF topped him. Yeah. <laughs> and deserved to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's fantastic stuff. He's really good. But Therapy Session might be my favorite album. Yeah. And that's the one with the, the one about his mom on it and and all that. It's really good. Really yeah. good album. Uh, number seven, Only Jesus by Casting Crowns. Uh, I mean, 
Casting Crowns has been a powerhouse CCM artist for years, band yeah. for years. Uh, number six, speaking of that, I can only imagine the very best of Mercy Me. I mean, I feel like that's required listening for most Christians. <laughs> if you're going to be a Christian. That's got to be in your list. That and Shine the Hits and DC Talk Intermission. You got to have all those big compilations. <laughs> you know? You're not wrong. There are just some standards that we have. <laughs> Number five, People by Hillsong United. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, I haven't heard a lot of this this album. No? I haven't. Maybe, maybe one of the singles that they released. It's because you're one of those crazy Christians that question Hillsong. <laughs> to be fair, yes, but I question a <laughs> lot of churches. <laughs> we'll at least play stuff from Hillsong. I've kind of stopped playing stuff from Bethel for a while. <laughs> Let's keep going. Move it on along. Move it on along. Burn the ships by For King and Country. Do we even have to say anything? Good night. Such a phenomenal album. My favorite. Uh, My 100% <laughs> without a doubt. Number three. This one is a, an oldie. How Can It Be by Lauren Daigle. It's a few years old. Yeah. And it's coming in at number three still. Number two, Jesus is King by Kanye West. What, what? Yeah, yeah. Weird album, but I enjoyed every minute of it. Chick-fil-A! Chick-fil-A! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and number one, Look Up Child by Lauren Daigle. Hey. Not much of a surprise. No, I mean, it's but been super popular. That's really awesome that the top three, she holds two spots. Yeah, so. which is weird. Way to go, Lauren. Only artist on the board twice. Uh, truthfully, I thought if there was going to be an artist with two entries, it would have been an F. So I'm really surprised. I'm really, see, that was the thing. I'm really surprised it's not the Perception album, the one with Let You Down on it. Really? Because that was the big hit. I'm surprised that one hasn't been one of the biggest albums sold. So I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what to make of it. Strange. But anyway, a lot, I mean, I can't, I can't say that any of those albums are bad, right? No, I... They've all got to be... They've all earned their spot on that list, in my opinion. Yeah, really good stuff. And with that, let's give our last back Rofi away for today. This time for Worship Song of the Year. You voted. Here we go. And the nominees are Jesus, It's You by Royal Company. Jesus, It's You that I need. So Will I, 100 Billion Times by Becca Shea. Nothing But Good by Chris Kualala. You've been nothing but good, nothing but good. By MDSN. Cause there's a hunger 
Heaven by Local Sound. Obsession by Switch. for Worship Song of the Year goes to Jesus It's You by Royal Company. That was your Worship Song of the Year. We're going to take an extended music break to showcase a few of the nominees that even though they didn't win are still amazing songs to certainly hear. Stick around. We'll be back shortly. The first annual Backrofi Awards has already given away nine awards today, and we've also taken a look back at the year, and our show is over for today. But the first annual Backrofi Awards continue tomorrow morning as we continue our look back on the year of 2019 and give away awards for Hard Rock Song of the Year, Noteworthy Song, and Noteworthy Indie Song of the Year, and the big one, 2019 Song of the Year where we will share all 10 songs up for nomination in order that they were voted for. It's going to be a fantastic ending to our show, so don't miss part two tomorrow morning, beginning at 7 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. Eastern. We're going to be posting today's winners on all of our social media, at Back Row Radio, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And until tomorrow, rock on, Back Rowers. <laughs>